Are you ready? It's time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. You heard it. It is time for the Hammered Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Gray, here with my co-host, Tom Abbey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the big show here as we... uh, kick off another week of NFL and NCAA action. Uh, We've got Thursday night football this week. We've got college and NFL on Thursday night. Um, Lots of college action on Saturday, including welcome back SEC. Yeah, I think that's the big news of the weekend. SEC is back. A couple couple intriguing games right off the, the jump with some teams that are interesting to see how they'll actually do. So Loaded, absolutely loaded NFL slate on Sunday, too. Yes. Sunday and Monday. Sunday afternoon on is just going to be nuts. It's so. going to be a great time watching the NFL all day Sunday. That's I've pretty much made my plans for Sunday, which, I mean, I guess that's kind of static throughout the entire... Yep. You want to do something with me on a Sunday, season. talk to me in the end of February. Yeah. So, uh, let's get started right away. We'll recap last week, and we're, uh, we're not going to hide the fact that we got destroyed with our picks last weekend. Yeah, it was a rough weekend for sure. We only had two winners on the weekend. Both of them came from Tom. I came out with a donut on the weekend, which is despicable. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I had some other bets that I wasn't as confident in that actually did come through to kind of rescue my bankroll. So, yeah. um, you know, make sure that you're keeping an eye on our on our social media accounts so that you can see some of those side picks that we didn't maybe give out on the podcast. Yeah. Sometimes a line changes between when we record and then Saturday morning you're kind of looking through and you're like, whoa. This yeah. movement makes me interested, and you take a stab. Uh, we, we had some, some bad breaks. Uh, you had Wake Forest plus one and a half, and they lost by three. Yeah. Um, I thought the, they were the better team in that game. You had the Giants um, on the money line, and Saquon tears his ACL, and they lose by a field goal. So you definitely had some bad breaks there um, with some of those games being closer than than that yeah you know and that's kind of the story you know even detroit they get up yeah big 14 to 3 right yeah, out of the looks gate good. looks good and they collapse again yeah so you know there have been some some ugly beats but you know it is what it is that's what that's the nature of selecting games against the spread so let's jump right in this week with a little college football action and what we see um that highlight the card this weekend in ncaa football um, obviously, we talked about the return of the SEC, so let's talk about some of the big games that we're seeing here in Week One of uh, SEC football, in particular. Well, I think uh, a couple of them are interesting. The Georgia Bulldogs and Arkansas Razorbacks is interesting to me just to see how good Georgia's going to be. Yeah, um, they were really good last year. They're mo- some moving parts, but they should be another formidable season. Arkansas's head coach is, comes from Georgia. That's where he yeah. left as, a, as the offensive line coach there. Um, Sam Pittman, he's going to do a nice job there in Arkansas, but it's going to take a little time. Um, so that'll be an interesting group to see. It'll be interesting to see if Georgia, if Kirby Smart wants to step on their throat. Uh, oftentimes when you've got relationships like that with guys, they don't really go for the kill shot. So if that were line were even a little bigger, I would probably be on Arkansas. But I don't know if they've got the talent to hang in there with uh, with a team, you know, yeah. as talented as Georgia. Yeah, I mean Arkansas is plus twenty six. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, it'll be interesting too. Georgia's obviously breaking in a new quarterback and Jamie Newman. It should be mm. interesting to 
Newman opted out. Newman opted so out. So JT Daniels is going to be taking over at quarterback. So even more new. Yeah, so JT Daniels transferred from UFC, and he takes over at the quarterback position for Georgia, which will be, you know, they had Newman in their sights all through spring. Yeah. Um, now they've had to transition to JT Daniels, who's, you know, no slouch in his own right. Sure. Um, just lost the job there at USC to Keaton Slovis. So that'll be interesting to see kind of how that game shakes out for sure. Um, as an Auburn fan, I know that Kentucky's supposed to be up this year. They should be a good football team. So, you know, you've, you got to handle your business. You're seven and a half point favorite. you got to win the football game. So I'm excited to watch that game. It's a noon Saturday start. So, yeah, I can tell you where I'll be at noon on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that game should be a lot of fun. Can, um, Kentucky's defense is supposed to be really uh, stout. So we'll see if Auburn can throw it around a little bit. Sounds like they want to do more of that. Yeah. And uh, Alabama plays Missouri. Um, that is probably the big, most lopsided matchup in the SEC this week. Uh, probably the, the tightest matchup that I see is Tennessee and South Carolina. Uh, is this Tennessee team with Justin Guarantano at quarterback? Uh, Jeremy Pruitt seems to really be on a roll recruiting there. And uh, South Carolina is coming off a disappointing finish to the season. Uh, Ryan Helinski in his second year. Mike Bobo comes to South Carolina to take over the offensive coordinator duties. So a lot of moving parts there in South Carolina. It'll be interesting to see what they can do against this Tennessee team that is. They're kind of uh, getting a, a little bit of a push from everybody about, hey, maybe they're ready to be back near the top tier of the SEC East here. Um, Tennessee's favored by four in that football game. And I'll start off our picks, but that's my first selection. Um, I have Tennessee minus four over South Carolina. And this is more a play against South Carolina than it is on Tennessee. South Carolina lost Brian Edwards, who was an explosive wide receiver, and it's translated immediately to the NFL. And if you look at um, NFL tape from Javon Kinlaw, he's been unbelievable so far. Those are two huge losses, and I'm not sure that Helinski is necessarily the answer at quarterback for South Carolina. They have a, fr- a true freshman running back coming in to take over. They had a three-headed monster last year. All three are gone now. Um, so with a true freshman running back in his first game, I think Tennessee's going to be able to get it done here, and I think they're going to win this game. And I think they'll win by double digits. So my first one, I'm going to I'm gonna pick a couple favorites here to get, get me started, a couple big favorites. I thought UCF in their first game, I was a little worried about them. Georgia Tech had played already and looked looked solid on defense, especially how how will they UCF look against them? They came out one forty nine uh, to twenty one, um, moved the ball pretty much at will whenever they kind of wanted to. They're minus twenty seven and a half this week and against East Carolina, and East Carolina is playing their first game of the season, so I'm going to take UCF, their experience in their first week, and that explosive offense to. To cover the twenty-seven and a half, it's a it's a big spread. I'm not usually a huge fan of betting this side of big spreads of spreads, but um, I'm going to bet against East Carolina there. All right, and then my second one, and this one's going to be my lock of the week. It's going to be the Baylor Bears, and Kevin and I were talking about this one beforehand. Baylor is not going to be as good as they were last year, no doubt about it. But Kansas is bad, so Baylor's going to get a chance to to get going against a Kansas team that's not very good. Baylor's going to cover the 18 and then set me up for a bet against them in the next couple of weeks here. Absolutely. And I'm going to continue with the theme of big favorites here. I'm going to take Oklahoma minus 28 against Kansas State. I typically wouldn't bet against Chris Kleiman and his team 
minus when they're getting 28 points. Uh, but this is a, a little bit of a unique situation because week one, Kansas State, not only did they lose their football game to Arkansas State, they were outgained by 130 yards. So they, it wasn't like they there was some fluke, there was turnovers, there was anything like that going on. They just got beat. They got beat by a Sun Belt team yeah. at home. And now they're going to go and play Oklahoma, the most explosive offense in college football, seemingly. They scored 41 points in the first half with Spencer Rattler at quarterback. I think that this is a team that is going to be primed to continue doing what they do on the offensive side of the ball. And I think that they're going to just try to run it up on K-State early and often. And I don't think K-State's going to have any answer for them. And uh, my final college selection of the week is going to be West Virginia plus 7 over Oklahoma State. West Virginia comes into this game off a 56-10 win over Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky is terrible. So um, we'll kind of wash that out. I'm not even thinking about that. What I am thinking about is the returning quarterback for West Virginia. They have a a number of returning starters. Um, Also, they suspended like 13 players prior to that Eastern Kentucky game. Still ran them out of the building. At the end of last season, second to last game, uh, you had the West Virginia-Oklahoma State game in Morgantown. Uh, Oklahoma State comes out on top 20-13. to 13. This year, they're going to go play in Stillwater. Spencer Sanders, the starting quarterback for Oklahoma State, went out early in the game last week. He's been in a walking boot this week. He was going to try to practice today. Um, no results yet from that. But if Spencer Sanders is not available, that offense was not dynamic at all. They'll have to rely on running the ball with Chuba Hubbard, and West Virginia will be able to game plan for that. So give me West Virginia to hang within a touchdown. They may even be able to win this game outright if Spencer Sanders is not on the field. All right, my last one of the college slate. Uh, I'm going to go in this Pittsburgh-Louisville game. Uh, Looking at it back and forth, Pitt's 2-0, hosting Louisville, but I'm going with Louisville and the points. Give me the Ville, plus three. Um, Louisville's offense looks great. They lost to a good Miami team last week, but they're able to score. They scored 34 points. Uh, Pittsburgh is known for their defense. Pittsburgh, it was close against Syracuse, closer than expected against Syracuse. Uh, If you remember last week, that was my under bet of the week, my only college win last week. The 21-10 beat of Syracuse, they're not scaring me off from this Louisville pick. Take the Ville plus the three. Yeah, Mikhail Cunningham and the crew is going to score a lot more than 10. And uh, Louisville's going to have to do a lot better on the, or rather, Pitt's going to have to do a lot better on the offensive side of the ball uh, to keep up with Louisville. So I think this could be a fun football game. Um, It's strength against strength. Yes. And, you know, let's see what wins out. Yeah, we were talking about it beforehand how this might be like a kind of under the radar best game of the weekend. Yeah. Um, Like, you have two teams who both are looking good in their first couple of weeks. You know, Pitt obviously two and zero, Louisville one and one, but their one loss is in a very competitive game against Miami. So it should be interesting to see who pulls out and which which teams for real. We're going to figure that out on Saturday. Absolutely. So there's you know a lot of good college action uh, coming our way on Saturday. Um, you know, and and looking through the slate, I think we've kind of highlighted some of the bigger games that we're going to see this weekend. You know, and you've also got a couple to keep your eye on. Um, you're going to have LSU playing Mississippi State. It's going to be fun to see what Mike Leach can do in Mississippi State. 
And with Mississippi State getting 17 points in this game, they have the best running back in the SEC in Kylan Hill. And Mike Leach taking over, running that air air raid-style offense. Let's see what happens there, because I don't know if LSU can run them out of the building. I don't know if they have that much more talent. Um, And if they do, they'll be able to shut them down. There will be a lot of problems. I, I feel like this game is you'll be able to live bet this game early on. If, if LSU jumps out and they're stopping Mississippi State on the offensive side of the ball and they get up 7 nothing, 10 nothing, you can see some effectiveness on the LSU's offensive side of the ball, jump on LSU. you know. But if you're starting to see some success with Mississippi State, and I, 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 my live bet side would be for LSU if LSU can, is really controlling them on the defensive side of the ball. So keep an eye on that game. Live betting is a way to make a lot of money at times. So um, that's going to be a fun one to watch. And, um, you know, I think that's about it for the – you've got Florida State-Miami is always a fun game too. Absolutely. Florida State's getting 11.5 in that game. Mike Norvell, the head coach for Florida State, can't be there because he tested positive for COVID. Uh, Miami looks really strong so far this year. But these games always find a way to be competitive. So let's see what happens there. I think it will be a fun football game. That Florida State's getting 11.5 in that game. So, really really fun game to watch. 7.30 Saturday night. Now let's move on to some NFL talk, right, Tom? Absolutely. Uh, NFL games this week. We're talking a little bit about the schedule. There's some great games this weekend. Just to touch on some of those before we get into the bets. I think you're looking at the, the primetime game. The primetime games and the game at 4.30 on Fox. You have Dallas at Seattle, which is going to be a very fun game. Green Bay at New Orleans on Sunday night football. And then Monday night, the showdown. The Chiefs at the Ravens. Just a really, I mean, the game doesn't get bigger in week three of the NFL season than than that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about last weekend, too. Um, How about that Patriots-Seahawks game on uh, Sunday Sunday night? night, Yeah. Yeah. And then another great primetime game with the Raiders and Saints on Monday night. How about those Raiders? Yeah, I th- the Raiders look very good, on, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. They just look uh, a lot more dynamic than they did the year before. The, the Chargers hang in with the Chiefs and sending that to overtime was a very entertaining football game to watch in the afternoon. Yeah, um, and, and there's a lot of really good stuff that's... Uh, you know, coming down the pike this weekend with those games that we were talking about. And, and how about the under-the-radar really good game, Buffalo and, and the Rams? Yeah. I mean, what more can you ask for than two 2-0 and teams um, going at it in Orchard Park? As a Bills fan, I know you're excited. So yeah. this is going to be... Uh, yeah. Uh, we would also be, you know, selling everybody short if we didn't talk about the craziness that was the end of that Cowboys-Falcons game last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cowboys getting the the whirling dervish onside kick and then kicking the game winning field goal. I've never, uh, I've never seen an onside kick like that. I know nobody has, but it was just nuts watching the Falcons players like hover over it and go, trying to figure out what they should do, and then in the end doing nothing, which was the wrong. Can I say that that's how I teach my kids to kick onside kicks? That's pretty interesting. Yeah, kick that spinning ball that just keeps moving slowly towards the ten yard mark. And it makes guys freeze. It, the thing is, it's it. All they had to do was go and dive on it at the seven yard mark. Yeah, exactly. Those guys seem to not know that they could do that, and that's yeah. puzzling to me. Like, how do you not coach that to these kids? So, 
you know, and these are NFL players. They've been playing since they were children. How do they not know that you yeah. can go and dive on it as the receiving team prior to it getting the 10 yards? Absolutely. So let's get these picks going. Let's get the picks going. I also I wanted to take a second and talk about my power ratings that I did this week, which you'll be able to find. I'm going to put those up on uh, on the website. You'll be able to find those at hammeredsportspod.com. Um, so, you know, I'll start with uh, at the bottom of the list. I'll list the bottom five here. I have the Jets at 32. I think they're awful on both sides of the ball, and they got run by the Niners JV squad. I mean, they, they, were, they just look terrible. Uh, at 31, I have the Vikings. Kirk Cousins doesn't look the same without Stephon Diggs. They oh. look like they're lost. Their defense hasn't recovered. I was way off the mark on the Vikings preseason, and, and I've downgraded them significantly since then. At 30, I have the Dolphins. They can't stop the run or the pass. That's a problem. You, you couldn't stop yeah. the run against the Patriots. You couldn't stop the pass against the Bills. Now, you've got a problem if you can't stop one, one aspect of the offense or the other. Uh, 29, I have the Lions. It's time for Matt Patricia to be gone from Detroit. I was saying that at the end of last season. I don't know how he kept his job. Yeah. And at 28, I've got the Panthers. They've been in both games in the second half. It's a really good start for Matt Rule and his team. They just need some more talent there. Um, they're going to get better as the season goes on, too, as they get more acclimated to his style, his yep. system. Um, they've got some talented kids, but the loss of McCaffrey is really going to hurt that team. And, you know, I, when I build my power rankings, I build them based on how their team would be today if they played a football game. Um, now I'm going to give you my top five. Um, Bills fans, um, I'm sorry they didn't quite make the top five. <laughs> they are number seven in, in my power rankings. Um, I think the top five would be premature. Um, but... You know, there could be an argument anywhere between 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 for me, if you ask me. Those teams are all really close. Um, at 5, I have the Saints. Uh, Drew Brees still gets it done. Uh, they can explode at any time on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. They've suffered from some injuries this week and a really good game plan by the, the Raiders, an offense that's doing really good things there in Vegas. Um, I think that I have Vegas a little too low in my rankings right now. They'll, they'll move up with a good performance this week against New England. Um, but I need to see it repeated. Sure. Um, at four, I have the Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers has shown they should have worried about QB in the draft a few years down the line. Yeah. Um, you it's know, the all-Aaron show. Aaron Jones is. and Aaron Rodgers just looked great last weekend. Aaron Jones leading the NFL in rushing. Aaron Rodgers is chucking it around. He looks great. Who leads the NFL in passing yards? Yeah, probably some clown that <laughs> Continue. played against the worst passing defense in the NFL. <laughs> uh, at number three, I have the Ravens. Uh, there's nothing to question about this team through two weeks. No, They're off and running. They look really good. Lamar Jackson's the real deal. Um, all the doubters, uh, you know, he, he can do both both things. You know, he can throw it, he can run it, um, and he creates problems for people. At two, I have the Chiefs. The Chargers played them really tough, um, but there's no Super Bowl hangover evident to me. Uh, they played a really good game against the Titans in week one. And then they play against the Chargers, and I think they got thrown a little got a bit. Got a curveball, yeah. yeah. To, to have Herbert end up being starting there kind of changed what they game plan for all week, I'm sure. Absolutely. You go from a guy who's not really a strong-armed quarterback in Tyrod, makes who's very legs, conservative, yeah. you know, and now, you go, now you've got a gunslinger back there who can rifle the ball in Herbert. Yeah. It really changed everything, and that that makes a difference. The so. one thing I would say that I noticed in that game that might be something to kind of keep your eye on is the, uh, the 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 offensive line of the Chargers did some real work. Um, 
They had 183 rushing yards against the Chiefs, and they were making some pretty large holes. Austin Eckler was five, six yards downfield before getting touched. So yeah. that would be one thing I'd keep an eye on in the Chiefs that maybe a, a little concerning bit of, for this weekend for sure. Yes, maybe a little bit of a yeah against the Ravens, absolutely. Um, and my number one team in my power rankings right now is the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson's the best player on the football planet. On the best football player on the planet right now. You, you're right either way. Either way, yeah. Um, if they stay healthy in front of him, uh, their offense is going to be brutal to try to deal with. Chris Carson offers plenty for them in the backfield. So you know, you've got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. How he went in the second round, I'll never know. Uh, super, unbelievably talented physical specimen. So good. And uh, they've got guys like you know that you don't even think about, like Will Disley, who does a nice job at tight end. You know they they've got weapons that upon weapons that just they sprinkle in throughout the game, and their defense they're doing all right. You know um, I do want to talk a little bit about the Patriots. Are Cam Newton still got it? He's still yeah. got something left in the tank. His arm looked plenty lively this week, and that's been the question mark all along. Yeah. Did he lose his arm strength? It didn't look like it to me this week. So um, there's just a quick hit of my power rankings. If you want to see the full list, I'm going to get it published on the website, hopefully by tomorrow, um, so everybody can take a look at it before this weekend. Um, as a Dolphins fan, you know, they're playing the Jaguars tomorrow night, but how can I not be excited to watch my team in prime time no matter what, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> I've, yeah. I've sat through some Bills games where it's like, oh, I guess we're excited. It's Thursday yeah. night. All right, let's move to some NFL picks now, guys. Um, NFL picks for this week, and Tom, why don't you start us off? All right. So, my first pick, I'm taking the Washington Football Team at Cleveland, getting seven points. I'm just not a big believer in this Cleveland Browns team. I know they beat the Bengals and. You know, they scored some points. But I, I think this Washington football team, their defensive line is going to rip up this Browns defensive or offensive line. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's going to have a tough time. I'm not sure they're going to be able to run the ball as well. I mean, the, the, the talent, the Washington football team, I have to be very careful yeah. when I say this. Yeah. Um, the talent they have on that defensive line is crazy. They have something like five first-round picks in their front seven, and it shows on on game days when you watch them. So give me the seven. You know, if you're going to lose, you're going to lose a close game by three or four, and I should cover and it should be all right. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I, that was one of my picks originally. I'm going to go ahead and audible now because I did have another power rankings play that I really like here um, that I'm, I'm going to go with. So, um you know, my first pick this week, I'm going to, I'm going to jump right in with my best bet. Uh, my best bet of the week is the Tennessee Titans minus three over Minnesota. I'm not sure how long this line will stay at three. Um, I have Tennessee as a much better football team than Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's struggling badly right now. Offensively, they're a mess. They, they've given up a ton on the defensive side of the ball as well. I was high on them coming into the season. And now, I don't know. I'm not sure that Mike Zimmer survives the season if things keep going this way. Uh, it was tough to lose Stephon Diggs and you know some of the guys in the secondary. And I thought that maybe that pass rush would be enough, adding Ngakwe and Daniil Hunter. But they, they've really shown nothing to me so far. No. So, you know, I'm going to take Tennessee minus the three. Uh, my second play, this is my audible play here. I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus the 6.5. Uh, they're playing at the Broncos. 
a couple of <laughs> reasons behind it. The Broncos are are destroyed right They're now. Trash. They're, they they are completely destroyed right now. Um, I haven't heard. I think Drew Locke's out again, right? I, I'm pretty sure he's out long term. They did do better once he he got out. Driscoll did throw the ball better. Yeah. Well, I not mean, a, not a surprise to this guy. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I don't think Driscoll's a good quarterback. I think he's. he's but he was better than he's, Locke. <laughs> he's very poor, and um, Cortland Sutton is done for the he's season done. at this yeah. point. That's. Um, Judy was a little banged up at points in time during the game. Von Miller's gone. Um, Pittsburgh, you know, I think they're still trying to get everything together um, on on their squad this year with the return of Roethlisberger. And, and you know, I think that maybe they kind of got a little soft at times in that game against Denver, giving them some opportunities. I think Tampa Bay is a hungry football team that's still trying to prove how good they are yeah. after the loss to the Saints to open the season. Uh, I think Tampa Bay goes in there and really puts it on Denver. Yeah, I really like that bet. I'm, I've been anti-Denver all off season, and it just continues. I, I think now with the injuries, there's even more questions, and I think Tampa Bay is is healthy and getting on the right track now. So, I love that bet. Yeah. Uh, my next one is my money line play of the week. Give me the Super Bowl champions on the road against Baltimore, but it's Monday night. They're going to get up for this. They're going to show out. They're going to make plays. You could take them plus the three if you're scared, but take the money line. This is the best football team on the planet right now. And, yes, the Ravens are very good, but they're not the Chiefs. They don't have the, the ability of Patrick Mahomes just to will his team to win. So he did it again this week. They're down. They come back and score a couple times, and they get into overtime and win the game. He just does, does this over and over and over again. Yeah, and that's I, I like it. You know, I, I'm I'm all about it. I think I don't see why Kansas City is a dog in this game. I, I get that they think these teams are pretty equal. Sure. Uh, I think the home field advantage thing is very overblown this season. Yeah, more than uh, ever. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, uh, I, I love the play. Now I have an, another. Uh, I'm taking another dog. I'm taking the Vegas Raiders plus the six. They're at New England. Uh, but I think this Raiders team is able to score with anybody. They're going to be able to keep up. They're going to be able to put points on the board. Not not sure they're going to win. So it was almost my money line play, but I felt that was a little bit just of my hater aid for the Pat. So I went and took the six. Give me the six points. Let's lose by a field goal. Well, you know, and Tom, let's think about this for a second. You had the, the Patriots who couldn't stop anything against Seattle no. in the game the other night. And when they played Miami... Fitzpatrick threw three interceptions. Those three turnovers really cost Miami yep. a ton of points game, in that yeah. game. It, it changed the it changed the com- complete complexion of the game. So, including one in the end zone, you know, and those those turnovers and another one in plus territory. So those are drives that are going to result in points. This Patriots team's going to give up twenty five points a game. You know, they're they're yep. not a good defense this year yeah, with some of the players. Their defense is not as good. So, and offensively, they're going to do some things. They're going to be successful. Cam Newton's showing a lot of positivity, but defensively, that's their weakness right now. Yeah. So, you know, I like the play. I, I, I think it's a good play. I think Vegas is going to be able to score with them. My only concern is maybe some of the injuries up front for Vegas. Yeah. Um, with, you know, the, the offensive thing, line injuries and the stuff. The good thing is the Patriots' defensive line is nothing to be afraid of. Right. So, hopefully, there. some guys can just step in. Absolutely. My dog play of the week, my, my underdog money line bet Let's of the hear week. It. Uh, I'm going with the Chicago Bears, plus 155 over the Atlanta Falcons. I think the wheels are about to come off in Atlanta. I think that this is a team that, you know, 
really, Dan Quinn rescued his job late in the season last year with a nice run of victories yeah. against terrible teams. They did not beat anyone any good down the stretch. So you've got the Bears who are... Listen, I, I was not high on them after week one, but they did rally and win. Correct. They closed the deal against the Giants this week. I like their defense. Their defense does a lot of good things. Yes, their defense is good. Trubisky is playing better and better and better all the time. Some of their weapons on offense are really talented kids. That's good wide outs. Yeah, Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller. Uh, Montgomery has all the talent in the world. I, yeah. I'm waiting for him to show out. Um, at he, some point, they're going to... He's gonna... getting banged up. Like, never yeah. hurt, but just banged up yeah. all the time. Uh, Tariq Cohen is always a dangerous weapon on that team. I trust them more than I trust Atlanta. Atlanta's defense can't stop anyone. I trust the Bears' defense more than I trust the Falcons' defense, and that's why I'm on the Bears this weekend. Without any home field advantage, really, a point and a half or whatever for travel if you want to give that. But, you know, to me, I think the Bears are the better football team right now between these two. Atlanta can score like crazy, but Khalil Mack could give fits to Matt Ryan in the backfield and have him throwing it to defenders. And that's why I think the Chicago Bears are a live play at plus 155 this week. All right. That'll wrap our selections that for the it. week. Um, anything that you're really looking forward to about this weekend? Uh, so I think this weekend is where we start to see college football stuff kind of separate itself. I know SEC's back, so that's going to be great. ACC's having their second or sometimes some of them third games to try to sort some of that out. And next on Monday or Tuesday when they do the rankings, the Big Ten's going to get added in. So it's going to be really fun to see how that kind of shakes up. And So some of that is after the, the weekend, but I think the NFL slate is just crazy this weekend. Um, to have this many great games in week three is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that NFL slate. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. You know, I've got – it's weird for me too this week because my fandom is over at 3.30 on Saturday. I got the Dolphins done tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. I got the Auburn game over by 3.30 on Saturday. Yeah. So I'm a free man to just watch great <laughs> football games. I can put on whatever I want and enjoy the best football games that are out there. So I'm going to be careful about firing bets on random games that I don't give a crap about so that I'm not watching those <laughs> instead of the quality football games that are on. But um, it does. you do bring a good point. Make sure you're checking out our, our Twitter handles and stuff. We do put out... Um, bets that we really like throughout the weekend. You know, there's a UFC Saturday night. We may or may not be watching and imbibing at that point. Yeah. So there may be a couple rockets thrown out about that. And Saturday, there's always some some ones that you talk yourselves into that we really like. So Yeah, I know I'm going to find something Saturday morning that I love because I always find myself searching that noon slate trying to figure out what I like. Um, there, You know, there's even a couple college games Thursday. There's a college game Friday night, too. Yeah, there's a college game Friday. So, you know, hell, give me a chance to watch a college football game on a Friday night. I love it. I'll take it. Yeah. So, again, um, at Hammered underscore sports on Twitter. Yep. HammeredSportsPod.com. Hammered Sports Podcast on Facebook. If you guys have any questions, hit us up. If you like what we're doing, let us know. You know, like our podcast, comment on stuff. You know, share this stuff with your friends. Uh, we're super excited to be doing this. We're gonna keep pumping this stuff out, and eventually, we're gonna have a hot week. And I got a feeling it might be this one. I like it. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.